0: Snack Production. Hello, I'm David Kosh, and welcome to Koshi's Guide to Starting Your Own Business. In this series, I'll guide you through the process of starting a business. The prospect of going out on your own can be exciting and pretty scary, but knowledge can reduce the risks and the fear, and that's what I'll do in this series. I'll give you the information you need to start a business, I'll flag the most common pitfalls for you to avoid, and hopefully provide some inspiration along the way so that you're finally confident enough to take the leap into entrepreneurship. You see, Pinstripe Media is my family business. It's been going for about 30 years. Um, It provides information and advice to small business owners through our digital platforms like Koshi's Business Builders, Flying Solo, Startup Daily, and The Airport Economist. And I've learned a few tips and tricks along the way. So stick with me. I love small business and I love helping people who want to get into it. So I'm going to talk to you about how to develop a business plan, build your product or service how to choose the right corporate structure and administration tools, how to effectively market to customers, the tricks around going digital, and a whole lot more. You see, the reality is, you don't get super rich working for someone else. All those popular lists of the richest people in various countries around the world are always dominated by entrepreneurs. Self-made business people who've had a great idea and built an empire on that idea. It's the dream of so many people to build their own empire and join the ranks of those mega rich. But realising that dream depends on whether you have what it takes. Do you have the passion, the resilience, the drive, the personality to be an entrepreneur, it's not for everyone. Think about this. In any given year, for every 1 million Australian adults, 250,000 people think of starting a business. Only 10,000 will actually do something about it. Then out of that 10,000, only 7,000 will survive for less than five years. And just 500 will grow to a level to make a significant contribution to the economic growth of the country. I want you to be one of that 500. So let me ask you the questions I use to assess whether or not someone has what it takes to start their own business. Question number one, what was the main focus of your teenage years? (laughs) Was it having lots of fun? Or did you love schoolwork and learning? Or were you always coming up with a range of ways to make money? Or did you spend a lot of time on your computer building games? You see, so many successful business people tell stories about how they developed their love of business by selling products and services to other students at school. Other digital entrepreneurs were tied to their computers, playing or creating games, and being enthusiastic participants at Code Club, or other computing clubs at school or university. Question two, how much risk do you like to take in life? Is it none whatsoever? Maybe as little as possible, quite a lot, but only when necessary, or do you get a buzz from taking crazy risks all the time? Starting a new business is risky. There's no getting away from it. Successful entrepreneurs are not scared of taking a risk. They know it's a crucial part of building a business, but they are also very aware that coping with risk starts with being fully informed and having a strategy to minimise that risk as much as possible. In other words, they understand what it means to take risks, but they're not stupid about it. Let me ask you a third question. How much work are you prepared to put into your new business? couple of hours a day, 12-hour days, but not at weekends, 10-hour days, six days a week, or all waking hours, seven days a week. Let me tell you from experience, running a new business can absorb your life. It takes a lot of time if you want to grow. You as the founder have to be the main driver, particularly in the early years. Success doesn't happen by itself. You've got to put in the hours. Why do you want to become an entrepreneur? Is your answer to make as much money as I can and live the high life or to be my own boss and have a balance with my family commitments? Maybe because I hate taking orders from someone else or because I'd love my business to help others and improve the world. Everyone's different and founders start their business for a range of different reasons. But I've found successful entrepreneurs are rarely solely driven by money. Surprises you, doesn't it? They have a passion for what they do. They want to make a difference to people's lives or solve particular problems. Those higher values and goals tend to be the primary reason for success, which then brings the monetary rewards as a result. And I've got to be honest, if you're looking for work-life balance, Being an entrepreneur is not the way to get more free time. When the success depends on you, you'll find yourself working all hours. And how good are you at looking after your finances? Not very good, and your personal finances are a mess? Or you love spending money, but you're very careful you don't get into debt. Maybe you're motivated by saving and hate debt, or you're very careful with money, have a personal budget, and track where your money is coming from and going to. See, you can have the best idea in the world, but it will fail if you don't have the financial or business management expertise to grow it. That means developing financial skills yourself or hiring those skills into the business. It's one of the biggest reasons founders fail. They can't cope with the business management side of growth. And how well do you cope with setbacks? Is your answer, I can't, I just fall to pieces, or I stress out badly but hope I can overcome it and cope, or I'm not comfortable with it so I just focus on the issue and work through it, or stress and setbacks are a part of life. I use it to learn and develop other opportunities. Every business will encounter setbacks and problems, problematic customers, products, technology, dealing with staff, awful cash flow. It can be never-ending. Successful founders accept that their business will never, ever be perfect and will constantly work through issues and setbacks as they arise. And how good are you at delegating responsibilities? Would you answer, I've never had to? I'm a control freak and never believe anyone can do a task as well as I can. Or I'm actually pretty good at it because I know it eases my workload and stress. Or I know I can't do everything myself, so I focus on delegating with the right instructions to others. When you're in startup mode, look, you're going to have to do everything yourself. There's no one else. It's just you. But once the business starts growing, you'll need to take on staff Maintain that growth. That's when effective delegation of responsibility is absolutely crucial, or you'll just stand still. How good would you make your product or service? Here are some potential answers to that question I'd buy in low quality items and try to sell them at a profit. Or it could be you'll be just as good as a competition. Or you might think it has to be better than the competition and have a big profit margin, or it has to be the best possible and I would spare no expense. The answer here is, look, it's always a balance, a balance between cost and quality, a balance between cost and price, a balance between price and profit. All those balances will determine the success of your product or service. The quality must be there for customers to have confidence to buy, but the price will determine whether those customers can afford to buy it. In the end, your business will fail or succeed on whether it can attract customers willing to pay the price, which gives you a profit, and then come back and do it again. Finally, Question nine to see whether you've got what it takes to start your own business. What would you do if you were offered a lot of money for your business? Would you say yes and relax into early retirement? Say yes and be happy to stay on as a senior employee? Say yes and immediately launch a new business? Or say no because my business is my life and I want to grow it? Most successful founders, <laughs> would you believe they become serial entrepreneurs? They just love building empires. But if they're offered a lot of money for their business, they will cash in and go start another empire. It's amazing the number of founders I meet who have been bought out, join the merged business for a short time, get sick of not being the boss, quit and start another business. You see, successful entrepreneurs They really are unique beasts. So, after completing that quick quiz, do you reckon you've got what it takes? If your answer is yes and excited about the possibilities of being an entrepreneur, then stick with me and let's start the pathway to success. Almost one-third of Australians, 29% in fact, have a passion project or business idea. And one in 10 Australians, 10%, are actually running a side hustle right now, making an average of $24,000 a year. Millennials are far more likely to be running a side hustle than their older generations. Side hustles are how a lot of new businesses start, and that's a pretty good strategy Testing your idea and learning from early mistakes while having the security of earning a salary from somewhere else is a really good idea. There's no doubt technology is driving the side hustle craze. Thanks to the internet, smartphones and the explosive growth of e-commerce, we're living in an age packed with opportunities. On average, these entrepreneurs spend 11 hours a week on their passion projects and 34% of Australians with an idea are looking to launch their side hustle over the next two years. So what does it take to make that passion project or side hustle succeed? Firstly, lots of perseverance. After all, nothing happens overnight, and you still have a job to balance until you can make your side hustle your sole revenue. Being open-minded. This is about finding opportunities that play to your best skills or influence you to learn new ones. For example, if your dream involves an online business, you need to work at building your tech skills and understanding, say, social media marketing. So have an open mind to go and improve your skills. You've also got to have resilience. There's no time to be afraid of criticism or failure in this game, success is about how quickly you learn from failures, pick yourself up, dust yourself down, and try again. Mel Perkins, the founder of digital online graphic design platform Canva, is a great mate of mine and tells me a wonderful story. It took 18 months pitching to hundreds of potential investors before she got someone to support her. That was seven years ago. Today... Canva has 15 million customers globally, employs 640 people, and is valued at $3.6 billion. Yes, that's billion with a B. She had resilience, and she had perseverance, and what an empire she has built. Another key is being organised. Many side hustlers have to balance a full-time job, kids, and a social life. It's critical to prioritise and set realistic daily and weekly goals. And don't forget the passion. Have I mentioned that? It's what motivates side hustlers to make the time, to experiment with new ideas, to overcome failures, and even learn new skills. There are just so many inspiring stories of successful founders. But having said that, let's keep a realistic balance. You see, there are just so many inspiring stories of successful founders. Often they take on this almost romantic aura of excitement, energy, and creativity, the stuff of Hollywood movies, starting in a garage and rising to a global superpower. Sometimes the hard grind to the top is overshadowed by a lot of myths around success. So let me bust some of the myths surrounding entrepreneurs. Myth number one, instant success. The media is filled with these inspiring stories of wildly successful entrepreneurs and their fairy tale lifestyles. And they're great stories. But generally, these profile stories are written about people riding the crest of the success wave at a time of peak success and achievement. But that success could have been years in the making. Those years will have been littered with failures of cash flow issues, staff problems, and self-doubt. Founder of retail giant Harvey Norman, Jerry Harvey, once said to me, "Ah, oh, Kosha, you've never been in business until you've been to the brink of failure, looked over the edge, learned, and come back from it." At the time, I thought he was just <laughs> just a grumpy old man, until it actually happened to me, and I realised that journey to success is gonna be long and it's gonna be rocky. Myth number two, being your own boss will be great. So many people leave their full-time job and start their own business because they're just sick of being told what to do and taking orders. I'll be my own boss and do what I want. Yep, sounds great. But remember, your business has to develop a product or service which customers are willing to buy and pay good money for. Often, that means hiring staff and managing them to ensure the business runs smoothly. The more customers, the more money the business earns, the more staff are needed to keep the business operating successfully. So the customers become your boss. They're building your success. Keeping them happy is critical, which means taking on board their suggestions, accepting their criticism, solving their problems and then making sure your team is working well. Myth number three, a great idea will make me rich. A great idea is just the start. It's the execution which will make you rich. Yes, it's great to talk to friends and family about a great idea and come up with a smart name. Look, we've all done that. But taking that first step to put that idea into operation is what most people don't do. They're all talk and not just the first step, there's the other thousand which need to follow. Myth number four, entrepreneurs need to focus on digital business. Yes, technology is opening up massive opportunities in a range of new industries and is dropping the barriers to entry in a number of others. There's no doubt digital startups are sexy, but there are an equal number of success stories across a range of different industries. Usually, a great business is one which focuses on the needs of customers, businesses which solve a customer problem or offer a new, better approach to solving an old problem. Every successful new business is built around satisfying customers better than those already in the market, and that can be across any industry. Myth number five, sell out and get rich. Mm, Depends. You see, the reality is that often founders sell out to get themselves out of financial trouble. Entrepreneurs always have to talk a big positive game. Customers have to feel comfortable. Staff have to feel confident. In many cases, that confident, successful appearance can mask a frantic underbelly of high debt, struggling sales, and staff discontent. I've seen so many instances where a supposedly successful business has been sold to cover the debt with no cash or capital going to the founder. In effect, the sale has saved the founder from going broke. Having said that, There are many other success stories where valuable businesses have been sold and the founders have struck it rich after years of hard work. I want you to be the latter rather than the former. Okay, how's that passion and enthusiasm going? I hope it's just as strong as when we started this episode. I've deliberately started this series focusing on you. Because the success of your business will very much depend on you. You're the driver. You set the culture. You're the dynamo customers want to follow. As I've said before, you don't get rich working for someone else. But do you really have what it takes to be an entrepreneur and build an empire? After taking the quiz earlier, you should know the answer by now. If it's yes, hey, stick with me. Let's do this together. Good luck. And if you want to learn more, head to the Koshi's Business Builders website. There are plenty of articles and videos to help build a successful business. That's koshy'sbusinessbuilders.com.au. When you're ready to take the next step in building a successful small business, I'll be here waiting. Koshi's Guide to Starting Your Own Business was presented by David Kosh, producer Melody Ruiz. Executive producer, Jennifer Goggin. Sound production by Darcy Thompson.